Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of Need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, toxic picking it up. Let's go. Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach The Red White Report Is brought to you by Big O Tires With locations in Conway On Harkrider And in Cabot On Prospect Court Big O Tires Offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. I thought Kai was phenomenal. Uh, you know, six of seven uh, from the field, Chuck, and his one miss might have been one of his easiest and best looks um, of the game. And then obviously to have a double-double with those ten rebounds, seven defensively, and nobody was really close to defensive rebounding other than uh, T-Mark, who had six defensive rebounds. Yeah, Makai Mitchell was outstanding. 29 and a half minutes, six of seven from the field, had ten rebounds. He uh, 15 points, one assist, no turnovers, uh, had a block shot. Makai Mitchell, very big game. Devo Davis also had a big game. It was his best game this season. 36 minutes, 47 seconds, 6 of 11 from the field. Had five rebounds, two assists, no turnovers. In fact, Devo, I read this this morning, Devo doesn't have a turnover this year. Let me repeat that because Christian looked at me funny. Devo does not have a turnover this year. Through three games, no turnovers. Yes. I like that. I do, too. Coach Musselman likes that. No, he really is. I think this is the second game in a row that he's played substantial minutes uh, without a turnover. So uh, he's done a phenomenal job playing the point guard, playing the combo guard for us. Uh, Both he and L. Ellis to play as many minutes as those two did without a turnover is phenomenal. They'll be back in action Friday night. NCG, North Carolina Greensboro, is that right? Yeah, UNCG. UNCG. Uh, Coach says that's going to be a big game. What a big game we have coming up. Uh, Last year, down at halftime to the team that's playing us on Friday. Uh, A single-digit win last year. Uh, Probably one of our toughest non-conference games, so we got to be ready to play against UNGC. I think he said it wrong. UNGC. Well, the football team will be back in action. They take on FIU. We got those initials right. Uh, And now it's about, you know, finishing strong. You had a terrible game, a rough game against uh, Auburn. How does this team come back? Coach Pittman's trying to keep this team motivated. We have to be right because, I mean, I I would think that we would really want to play after what happened Saturday. Uh, Of course, you can go back another Saturday and say you'd really want to play from what happened at Florida as well. Um, But, uh, you know, we got embarrassed Saturday, so uh, I I like our kids in the locker room. Uh, I would be shocked if we don't come out ready to play. Uh, I'm sure we'll we'll practice well, and and we've got accountability. Uh, for them, for us, for me, um, but um, uh, the past has said that we haven't played real well against teams uh, like this, and so there is obviously a concern there. We've got to try to uh, coach the way out of that during the. 
Zach Williams in the Zone is brought to you by Fence Brokers. That ball is knocked out of the hand of Card, and that is being played as a fumble. Williams got in there as Hudson Card was bringing up his motion. Williams is a super senior defensive lineman coming off his best season. Shelly, clean pocket, plenty of time, but he didn't get it away. Zach Williams broke free, took Shelly down. When it comes to defensive line, Zach Williams is an expert. When you need a line of defense on your property, call the experts at Fence Brokers, 501-847-8811. Whether it be wood, chain link, ornamental, or a gate, Fence Brokers has you covered. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Let's bring him in. Zach Williams joins us just like he does every Tuesday right here in the zone. Zach, glad you're with us. Thank you for your time. What's going on? Thank you for y'all's, and I'm just chilling as of right now. Coach just said we just played the clip. He said he felt like the guys were embarrassed after what happened on uh, Saturday against Auburn and expected a motivated group this week against FIU. You think he hit the uh, nail on the head? Yeah, he pretty much said it the best. That was, you know, just embarrassing because we were supposed to come in after beating Florida and finally put on a show for the fans and everything else, and just getting, you know, blew out like that. It was, it was a hard watch and it was a hard swallow, but you have to just keep pushing and just finish it out strong. So we're just going to go in for FIU, hopefully handle our business, and try our best for Missouri. We do a segment every Tuesday called I Did Not See That Coming. Uh, i got to be honest, I, I did not see that. I knew it was going to be a tough game with Auburn. Um, a 50-50 game, but I just did not see a, a blowout like that. And the defense, you guys have kept Arkansas in, just about, in every game this year. And it, it was something that the, you could always rely on the defense. They're, they're going to be there. And for Auburn to, to, to score and, and march up and down the field, that surprised me. What, what, what did you see? What did you feel out there? What was giving you guys problems with Auburn's offense? Yeah, if I'm being honest with you, I didn't I didn't see, like, a real problem coming into the game because we, we practiced everything that, you know, in the end beat us. Um, I feel like we just didn't execute as a team. I don't know what what specifically caused that, but everything that they did and they were successful on, on Saturday was stuff that we already practiced. And yesterday we looked at the film and reviewed how we did, and... We were just upset because they beat us on something we practiced throughout all, like the whole week. So, I honestly, I wish I can give you an, an answer to like why things happened the way they did Saturday, but I don't think I can because, I mean, we prepared for them like we did with Florida and the other teams, but I just, I guess we couldn't really execute. The theory I've heard out there from a lot of people is it, the Florida game was like the Super Bowl. It was it was huge. You, you know, it was a big game, big win for you guys, and it was just difficult for you guys to get back up for Auburn. Do you think that theory holds any water? Yeah, I think I think it does to a certain point because uh, you know Florida. It was a big game for us, and we won. We were happy. Um, I think from what I know. And how I feel, the coaches, they did a pretty good job at saying, you know, we still have three more games and we have to perform in those. And we can't take breaks. You can't really just be high off of one game and then go into the next with the same mindset. You have to prepare for a new opponent. Um, I think probably some players felt that way. I know I did probably from experience, but that it could be true for the other people. After the Auburn game, and I'm sure all the players have heard it as well. There's been a lot of noise surrounding your coach, Sam Pittman. Is it hard to block that stuff out and stay focused on the next game? Yeah, it, I mean, it, it kind of is because, you know, um, social media is just a powerful, powerful tool. And when you hear just wild stuff coming from people in every which direction, it gets kind of, you know, confusing, stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you just have to see for yourself because, you know, they don't really know until it's officially out there and it wasn't. So I didn't really uh, I didn't really think too much about it because I knew if it was true, then we'd be the first ones to hear about it. So I just had to block it out. 
this is a uh, you know this is big for you. you know, this is the I guess next to last home game. You got two more home games, and that's it for you. You know, to as a, as a Razorback, when you um, what do you see when you see these last two games? Yeah, I see us not giving up, and I see us coming together as a team. It's just at this point of the at the season, it's just about pride. Are you just going to lay down and just give up and let people see you that way, or are you going to keep fighting? And I've never, I've never been trying to just lay down, and just let it be what it is. So I'm going to help try to keep people maintained on the goal on to keep fighting. I think a lot of seniors are too because, you know, just because life hands you some bad lemons, it doesn't mean you're going to have them for the rest of your life. So, I mean, this is a good life lesson. And I think finishing off strong is what the fans deserve and what we deserve, you know, just as people. So uh, I'm going to keep trying to let people like us as a team keep fighting. Has anyone stepped up yet in the locker room and – and and talked about the last two games and what you guys want to do? Yeah, a lot have. I think the older guys, because, you know, when you're younger, I know when I was younger, I didn't care as much because I know I still have some time here. Things can change and stuff like that. A lot, a lot of older guys, they, they've been like, well, you see how it is, so what are you going to do about it? Like, there's nothing you can change about the past, but you can change the future. So that's what a lot of the older guys have been saying. I've been saying that too, and I mean, I guess that's where the least it really comes from. The older guys. Who are those guys on this team? Um, I would say mainly the linemen. I don't know what it is about us linemen, probably because you know we be hitting people all the time, and we're not going to sacrifice our bodies and everything else just to give up. It's a lot of the linemen, old linemen, D linemen. Um, I know KJ. He said some things. And it's just hard sometimes because, you know, you're dealing with a bunch of younger guys that don't really understand. So the leadership, it's been up and down, but I feel like we're we're getting better as a team these last couple weeks. One of the bright spots was uh, Jacoby Criswell when he came in and played at the end of the game and led the uh, team on a drive. Uh, he looked good. What what have you seen out of him in practice? Yeah, he's a, he's a real shifty dude. He could throw the ball um He's a good quarterback, and I'm glad that he had his moment and he did something with it. And in practice, that's exactly how he practiced. So it wasn't really surprising what he did because that's what that's what he gives to the team every day in practice. We're talking with Zach Williams, thanks to our friends at Fence Brokers. Zach, what do you know about Florida International? Have Have you seen anything on them yet? Yeah, we have. Um, with these smaller teams, it's easy to just try to, you know, just look over their heads and stuff like that, but the coaches, they stress to us just because they're not, like, SEC, they're an SEC team, don't just, you know, take them for granted. They can come up here and make a whoop us, and that'll be even more embarrassing than all of them. So, I think we've been just looking at their schemes, what they do, you know, the regular, and just trying to get in that mindset. This isn't a break week, building up to another week for Missouri. This this is a full on team week, and we can't really see them as lessers because if that happens, like it happened in the past, then we're going to get beat. What are your personal goals these last two weeks? Anything on the field you want to get accomplished? Yeah, I just want to make as many tackles as I can. Try to get some sacks. I just want to go out strong. I don't really just want to sit back and let things happen the way they are. That's really all I want. Well, I hope you get it, Zach. I appreciate uh, you always coming on with us every Tuesday, and I hope you go out with a bang and, and, and get a sack, scoop and score, something like that. That would be an awesome way to finish out your career. Yes, sir. Thank you for your time, man. We'll talk to you next week. Yes, sir. Thank you all. Zach Williams joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Thanks to our friends at Fence brokers. Will next week be our last visit with him? Will it be? Well, I mean, I don't there's know. only one more game this year. So yeah, I don't know we if we get him the week afterwards. after the final game against Missouri. I'm not sure how it how it's all uh, set up. Um, let me go over on the uh, first Arkansas Bank Trust. No. 
Wow. That was a flashback. Southern Solutions. There we go. Uh, text line. Uh, I just want to say, I think you guys should stop the harsh criticism of the team. Why? You forget that every team is trying to beat their opponents. Arkansas has Did been we? competitive in every game, nearly no. every game. <laughs> it's never going to be easy. Now with the NIL, paying coaches ridiculous millions isn't going to guarantee winning. Why should they care if they win if you get fired after three years, after a couple of years? That's retirement money. I feel like his first point and his second point contradict each other a little bit. Um, yeah. And also, did they try to win on Saturday? Mm. I'm not convinced. They did say nearly every game. <laughs> Seven to three was competitive, but it was it was sad. Yeah. It was it was a bad watch. <sighs> no. Wes, did you see what Diggs, his brother, tweeted out about his brother in Buffalo last night? It's not all on Josh Allen, I don't think. Dan Orzlowski put a uh, good video out about the play calling and the fourth and one play from the Bills. I did see uh, Diggs, uh, Trevin, Trevin, Trevon Diggs Diggs from the Cowboys say he needs to get out of there. You need to get up and get out of there. Something like that to Stephon Diggs, his brother, the wide receiver for Buffalo. Yeah, that was like, oop. I don't know how happy if if I'm Stefan, I don't know how, how how happy I am that my brother's tweeting that out during the game while I'm playing. Uh Maryland OM, DMV native, maybe he'll come to Washington. I think he's under talks. contract. He's under contract. Oh, while, okay. So I think it would probably have to be a trade. You know, and I was like, well, maybe he'll come to Dallas, just like you, but they're pretty set at wide receiver. We're not too bad there either. No, no, you're not. Uh, Mark in Little Rock says Coach would ben, uh, would bench KJ for Chriswell. Coach would bench with him. He just seems to not be able to make the throws or makes the wrong decisions in the RPO. From what I've heard, Chriswell has looked very good in practices for a while, and he really delivered the ball well and threw to even threw guys open. Oh, he, and even threw some guys open. I don't think we pulled the clip, but Pittman said something along the lines yesterday of Chris Wells earned some playing yeah, He time. did say that yesterday. Yeah, he the way he's played and practiced, and he said now he's, play, he's played in two games, and he's thrown a touchdown in each game. It was mop-up duty, and look, you know, was Auburn, I'm sure, had substituted, and it wasn't all first-team defenders out there, and uh, as a team, when you're up 40 points, there's a letdown, a natural letdown, so you're not getting quite their best effort, but he did look good. There have been times when I, I, th- I watch KJ throw, and I'm like, oh, "Yeah, what, what are you, what are you doing? Who, who are you throwing to there?" Uh, there have been some throws, and there have been some times, and I'm like, "It's time to bench him." And then he turns around and runs 35 yards and leads him down on a touchdown run. And I'm like, "Well, yeah, that's why KJ's in there. He's going to frustrate you at times, and then he's going to do some things at times. And you're like, oh, yeah, there's the, the KJ.'" KJ's performance is a lot on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's it's bad, and it's just amazing to me. And I said this to Coach Conk: how many times teams are getting a free run at the quarterback? I mean, it's not beating a blocker and then getting to the quarterback. It's just running wide open, free, straight at the quarterback. Just that nev- shouldn't happen. Yeah, I just never imagined in year four with Sam Pittman as our head coach, this would be the issue. This would be the the downfall. Of Coach Pittman would be the offensive line play. Uh, here's one more from the 501 on the uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line. We lost to both coaches that just got fired. If that doesn't say yeah. we need to make a chain, change, then I don't know what does. Good point. Uh, and I saw on Twitter the guy who uh, called the game last week uh, for ESPN. Uh, I can't think of his name right now, but he did the uh, A&M Mississippi State game. He's like, coaches in the future aren't going to be happy to see me coming after he called that game and they got fired. Oh, by the way, he's coming to Arkansas this week. So that's a that's not a good trend right there. I uh, wonder what's going on. Well, wondering how all that's going on will affect the uh, recruiting. Well, Coach did say last week, or yesterday, that the only thing that bothers him about the, the whole rumor mill of him getting fired is recruiting. He said, we spent all of Sunday calling every single recruit, reassuring them, I'm not getting fired today. He had already talked with Hunter. They had their normal meeting. 
He said the only people that know what's going on, truthfully know what's going on, is Hunter and me. And so he spent the rest of the day calling recruits and reassuring them everything is fine. Okay, honestly, he can assure them that he's not getting fired today. But he can't assure those recruits that he's not getting fired the next week. He's just got to keep reassuring them. (laughs) I'm just like... Yeah. But it does make it tough on recruiting. Yeah. So, back to the Jacoby Criswell thing. Him playing is about the only way I can get interested in these last two games. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to watch either way, but I'm more interested if Jacoby Criswell is a quarterback. No doubt. Me too. Um, Look, I've moved on. Mm -hmm. This... Sorry, but I've moved on. I've yeah. moved on to basketball. I've moved on to football for next year to the off season. I hate it for the seniors, the guys like Zach Williams. Yeah. But I've moved on, so I have close to zero interest of watching against FIU. I'll probably watch because of my job. Yes, even though I didn't watch last week, <laughs> but I was told it was so bad you don't have to watch <laughs> anything past the first quarter. Um, but if if you were to tell me if I was to find out Saturday that Jacoby Criswell is starting. I'll sit down in front of the TV. I want to see what they have for next year. And I've enjoyed the uh, KJ era for the most part. I think it's time to move on, too. Let's take a couple quick phone calls before we get to Pat Bradley. It's uh, J.D. J.D., welcome into the zone. Hey, guys. So, um, at this point of of Pittman's tenure, I think a couple of things are are pretty obvious. Um, One, it looks to me like Barry Odom was, was choking a lot of the load when it comes to the head coaching responsibilities, or at least the the, the, the calling calling shots. Were you sitting at dinner next to our table last night and overheard us talking about not. this? I was not. <laughs> yeah. That was the topic um, of conversation last night. So I mean, that's that's pretty obvious that uh, that he don't have somebody to lean on, and, and even for that matter, I'm sure Browles was doing some of that to some degree. Right, I mean, when it comes to you know offensive decisions, while the offense was on on the field, and, and uh, I almost said things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, but I was going to throw a, a theory out there for y'all. So we know that historically there have been there you know prior coaching searches, there have been uh, large donors uh, that have a preference for one coach or another. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I know that there's speculation that that uh, Morris was uh, Jerry Jones' guy, and I, I think there's probably some truth to that. But there's also speculation that the Tyson bunch uh, would would really like to see Malzahn get a shot. Gus Malzahn, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's also uh, some some very specific speculation around that that if if they were to hire him, uh, there would be a relatively open checkbook. For NIL and, and, and stuff like that. So, guys, I, I could be I could be wrong. Call me crazy because I have not been on the Malzahn train in the past. But I think we could do a lot worse. I think what we have now is much worse than Malzahn. He's won in the SEC. Uh, moving forward, it's not going to be the same SEC West gauntlet that we've ran in the past. The scheduling is different from now on. Particularly next year, it's it's a way more favorable schedule. So if you, if you could bring in somebody like him that has SEC experience in recruiting and coaching, and couple that with Tyson horsepower in the NIL game, that looks like a, a better recipe than what we've got now. That's going to be a lame duck coach next year. That's not going to be able to hire a staff because they know he's on the way out if he stays. Good call. Thank you. Look, Thank the, you. the most attractive. Thing, I think Gus is. Coach Malzahn's one of those guys. I think Coach Malzahn's one of those guys that can get you seven, eight wins every single year in the SEC. Maybe there's one of those years, special years, he gets you 10 or 11. Um, I I feel like the Gus thing is we've moved on. I think it would fracture a lot of the fan base. I don't think that's a good thing. But the, the most important thing that you said that attracts my attention is if they can get a bunch of money from Tyson or whoever that's supporting this, and they're willing to to pay on top to get Arkansas in play of NIL, that's a huge thing. Yeah, I would be down if that was the case. That's the number one thing right now that Hunter Yurchek's got to do. He's got to raise the money for the foundation, for NIL, for paying coaches, for paying off coaches. Money is at the – that's what we're talking about. That's where we are. That's what they need. 
And unless everybody's going to start paying a little bit more money to the foundation, then you're going to have to get us somebody big like that that's willing to take Arkansas to the next level. It would fracture the fan base, but if you started winning, it wouldn't matter. We've got to take a break. Pat Bradley's coming up next. You're in the zone. Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. This is Sports Center. Arkansas basketball beat Old Dominion last night 86-77 in a game that was relatively close the entire way. LLS led the Razorbacks in scoring with 17 points and an assist with 8 without turning the ball over. After the game, Coach Eric Musman spoke on his displeasure for the defense. Just our transition defense was so poor, you know, in defending the three. 11 threes is a lot of threes for us to give up because that's just not who we've been uh, historically. Going back all the way to the first year we were here where we led the nation in three ball defense and same technique, not the same execution. Arkansas will be back in action on Friday as they host UNC Greensboro. And last night in Conway, UA Pine Bluff beat Central Arkansas 85-83. to The Golden Lions had three players score at least 20 points, led by Rashad Williams who had 28 points. Central Arkansas will take on Vanderbilt on Friday. Pine Bluff will host Incarnate Word on Saturday. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Rock out with the only American-style sushi experience founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. Rock and roll sushi. You want the VIP roll. Shrimp tempura, crab stick, cream cheese, Cajun crawfish, baked crab meat, jalapeno spicy mayo, sweet chili, eel sauce, and crunchy flakes. Rock and roll sushi for lunch or dinner. Rockandrollsushi.com. With four locations to choose from in Benton, Conway, and two in Little Rock. The heavily traveled Thanksgiving holiday can be a dangerous time of year. That's why Arkansas law enforcement will be out in force over the next few weeks, saving lives by getting people to buckle up. If you fail to buckle up, you run the risk of getting a ticket, or worse, getting killed or injured. So this Thanksgiving, make sure the only belt you unbuckle is the one at the dinner table. Click it or ticket. A reminder from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership-level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest-rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568-2185. From sales, service, parts, and rental equipment, River Valley Tractor does it all and does it right. Your leading Kubota dealer is right around the corner with five locations throughout Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor, serving Central Arkansas and Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Work smarter this year, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. Online at rivervalleytractor.com. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. For me, the sun rises and sets with the zone. We know how you feel. Don't worry. The Zone with Justin Agri and Westmore in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio is back. New car sales are going through the roof at Guatney Chevrolet. In fact, nobody in this zone is selling more new cars than Guatney Chevrolet. And what that means is they got a lot of trade-ins. And these trade-ins have to go before the end of the year. So Guatney Chevrolet is having their used car liquidation sale. It beats everything in the market. They partnered with Capital One to get everyone approved for the biggest discounts of the year. Every major manufacturer's representative and all these cars. If they're good enough for mom, they're good enough for you. They got tracks as low as two ninety nine a month, some sparks as low as two ninety nine a month, a used rogue as low low as one seventy four a month. If you're in the market right now for a previously owned vehicle, maybe a good car for your kid that's learning to drive or about to get their driver's license, now's the time. Quatney Chevrolet's got some great deals going on right now for their liquidation sale. Check them out. Go to the website, GuatneyChevrolet.com, then head to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville and see our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. 
Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. He's going to miss. He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. PB, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, what do you say, boys? Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Razorbacks are 3-0. and Had a good win last night. ODU came in and played well. Shot the ball really well. Yeah. And again, they, they pushed Arkansas. I thought it was good for them. Yeah, good team. Uh, they actually had, uh, I believe it was eight new newcomers themselves, ODU. But their coach, um, I know those who watched the broadcast got a little familiar with their coach. He coached at Virginia, so... Um, you know, he's a veteran guy who understands how to get his, his players ready for these early non-conference games. And, well, I mean, the bottom line, Wes, and of course, uh, I'm sure you guys played Coach some of the Coach Muscle Sound today. Um, he, 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 you got, he can't allow them to get they were wide open threes and wide open threes. And anytime you let a team make 11, they're going to have a chance, you know. And obviously, we ended up. You know, it was a nine-point win, but could have easily been double digits. Um, but that's um, that was the biggest glaring issue was uh, was just allowing them to to get wide open threes. I mean, they were especially in transition. Guys were just out there throwing darts, man. Yeah, coach uh, handed out some grades last night. And he gave a couple of A pluses, like turnovers. They only had four turnovers. He said, yeah. "I don't think I've ever had a team that had only four turnovers." He said, "Taking care of the ball, A plus." But then he handed out a couple yeah. of Fs, like F F minus on rebounding, F minus minus on three point defense. Well, the thing is, you you look at this team, and, and the one thing that changes as you grow in in uh, your basketball career, the difference between in the eighteen year old freshman, 19 year old freshman and a 22, 23 year old senior or grad transfer or whatever is understanding is decision making understanding what you can and cannot get away with on the court. We've seen you know, you'll see a, you'll see a young player think that they can squeeze in a behind the back bounce pass on the break for an alley-oop you know, just things, just just things like that. And this team has got guys who seem to be very mature and under in decision making on the basketball court. They're, um, I mean, you know, I don't know who you guys have on this year, but you know, you you talk to some of these guys, and you know, they you can tell that that, that they are a mature group of guys on the basketball court. They understand what their mission is, and I think that's why Coach Muss is so frustrated. Uh, in his press conference, because it's not that they can't do it. They know how to defend the three. I mean, they know how. Mm-hmm. It's just they didn't do it. And I think sometimes early on in the season, you know, every player, I don't care who you are, tends to get uh, you, you, you a little too concerned about your offensive game. And uh, I think at times last night you could see that they felt like they know they're good enough. They know they're good enough. Believe me. Um and I think that they felt like, now, nah, all right, when we want to turn it on, we can. And Coach Muss is trying to flush that out so that's the same mentality every time on the floor. Yeah, you, you getting, you're starting to get in that little area. Some trap games, you know, you, you, you had the excitement of yep. the season starting, and you've got the excitement of going to Atlantis and Duke coming up. But right now you put ODU, you know, North Carolina, right. Greensboro. Come on, when are we playing the big schools? Right. So I see what you're saying. Well, and that, and, yeah, and that's that's why you know Coach Moss obviously he's brilliant and understands that you know far before we did. I was at practice on when the heck was I there? Last Thursday? I forget when I was there. I think Thursday, Tuesday. I don't have to get anyway. And he, you know, and he was riding them, riding them like you wouldn't believe. And this is before last Friday's game. But because he knows, he understands that this this is a, this is this could be you know a, a type of a group of players that can get to a final four, but to your point, yes, to understand that each day, you know, each game um 
you know you can't you can't get, let one slip. I mean, how often we've seen you know in the last few years all these top ten programs losing in the first and second round of the NCAA tournament? It's because they think they can turn it on and off, you know. And, and yeah, I mean, they, other teams step up and play well, but I think Coach Muss is uh, he, he understands enough not to let that creep in. What do you think of L. Ellis last night? The, the spark that he provided, the, really the scoring spark. Yeah, he's he is um, as professional as as you would want him to be because I think he he understands that he's got to be a point guard right now, and he's got to get everybody involved. And he's good. He's got really good vision. He's made some some excellent decisions, passing, getting guys available. But as we know, you know he's an 18-point scorer in the ACC last year. He can turn it on when he needs to. So I, he's been, you know, Coach Muss has, has had some really good guards. Um, I mean, unless I'm forgetting, I mean, is, is, if we had like a – he seems to be like that traditional point guard but can also score. Mm-hmm. Um and, and you know, and, and I like the fact that he, he again, I think being a veteran and understanding, you know, his uh, sense of urgency, you can tell that when he's playing. Pat, if my math is right, Devo Davis has played 82 minutes and 14 seconds the first three games this year. He has zero turnovers. That's the that's the one. I mean, Devo, you know. One of the great things about Devo's game is his creativity, sort of just creating something. I mean, we saw it last night when he had that, like, I think he picked up his dribble at the three-point line, and his Euro step is so long, and he's just able to find creases. And there are times where, you know, he thinks he can get away with things he can't, and we've seen that in the last couple of seasons, but again, that's why we love him. Um, and, you know, he just, he's becoming, you know, every year. I mean, you got to understand, I mean, that's I mean, these, these basketball players in college are at an age where they're continuing to learn the game and their strengths and weaknesses and all, all, also working on them. And that's just the benefit of having um, guys, older guys. Did you hear on the broadcast last night that Devo is one of nine SEC players who is in his fourth year at the same school hmm. that he started with? One of nine. So, you think of it, I mean, it is, it's his time. <laughs> it's his time to shine. I mean, he, this is, this is, uh, you know, where he, and what he should be playing like, and he's doing it. He's, um, but that's crazy that there's one of nine guys, nine guys in the SEC are in their fourth year at the school they started at. Uh, it's a pretty incredible stat. Yeah, Pat, let's go back 25 years when you were playing. I mean, how many guys were stuck around for four years back then? Well, you know, it's, it's just, I came in a freshman class. We had nine new guys. The, the championship team, Scotty, Collis, Corey, Clint, uh, Davor, Al, they, they, you know, they all left, obviously. A couple guys left early for the NBA. Mm-hmm. So we had nine new guys left and, and Kareem Reed actually came in. He was on the 95 Final Four team, Kareem. Mm-hmm. But he was Prop 48. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So me, Derek Hood, Ali Thompson, Marlon Towns uh, were freshmen. And then we had Sunday out of bio, Jesse Pate, transfers, Nikki Davis. Um, and from that class, actually, you know, me and Derek... Um, Ended up being the, the we were seniors together. Nikki Nikki made it through three years, and um, Sunday obviously we remember what happened with him. The NCAA did one of the worst things I've ever seen in history to to a basketball player. Uh, Sunday played with me my freshman year. Played at Memphis the next year. Then he came back and played at Arkansas the next year because the NCAA screwed up his uh, eligibility situation. So. Uh, I mean, it was even happening 25 years ago, Wes, you know, mm-hmm. but um, certainly not like it is today. But, um, you know, we had a few guys finish out their career and, and some guys transferred out. 
Some guys just flat out didn't make it. Yeah, no, that, no, and that happens. Uh, they transfer to a lower level, not so much uh, to play somewhere else. It just uh, this wasn't the right level for them. So yeah, no, you're in. Right. It happened then, but it's even uh, less likely for someone to stick around for four years these days. It's, it's almost it's it's almost expected, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you get a class of say you sign three guys, four freshmen. I mean, it's almost expected that two of them or half or more are going to be looking to go somewhere else. I think everybody's, like, accepted, accepted that now, which is wild. Well, now if somebody's there for four years, it feels like they've been there since FDR was president. It's like they've just been there. Yeah, it's, it's and like, they're not very good. Or yeah, they would have already gone on the to the NBA. That's the case, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the reason why I like, obviously, Devo Special, mm-hmm. Arkansas Kid, um, the NIL. I, don't, I mean, I... Even even without the NIL, I mean, I think Devo would have stayed because, you know, you get taken care of. Before NIL, you got treated like a king, believe me, when you were a scholarship athlete in Fayetteville. And if you couldn't make the NBA, you played four years and either, you know, hopefully you did got a shot in the NBA or you went overseas for five years, mm-hmm. six years, seven years. You're lucky enough, 10-year career over in Europe. So, um... You know, you look at guys we got now, the freshmen, Layden Blocker and Bay Fall. I mean, I could see those guys being couple-year play. you know, mm-hmm. investing in, in, in developing and those types of things and, and being around for a while. Uh, and the NIL just makes it sweet. It's just a sweeter pot. But, but again, like I said, I mean, most of us come from, you know, humble upbringing. So, you know, when you get three... Three meals uh, and, a, and a place to sleep in free sneakers, and you you like I hit the jackpot. Um, <laughs> Milk this baby. So, you know what I mean. I get yeah. to play basketball, eat, and and hang out and all that stuff. So, um, you know, I like the two freshmen we have. I, I could see them, you know, being around for quite a while and contributing. And then, oh by the way, the luxury of having that veteran person around for a while is is like weight and gold like another coach on the floor pat thanks yeah. man take care have a good night all right boys be good talk to you pat bradley joining us on the brandon moving and storage hotline if you're paying over eight percent interest on your auto loan you need to stop right now and call true service community federal credit union they may be able to lower your rate and your payment this could possibly knock a year off your note you can also improve or upgrade your home with a true service home equity loan Maybe get that kitchen remodel, bathroom makeover, new pool, and get one of the lowest interest rates in the nation with a True Service Visa Platinum card. They offer no transfer fees, no over-limit fees, no annual fees. It's easy to become a member, not like the old days where you had to be grandfathered in. There's three locations. In Little Rock, they're by the butcher shop. In North Little Rock, they're on JFK. They're also on the campus of Hendricks College. Apply online at trueservice.net. Get pre-approved today. Once a year, Saracen gives away a coveted BMW to one lucky winner. This month is that special time, and you could be the winner of an amazing BMW X5 SUV from Saracen Casino and BMW of Little Rock. Play to win a top-of-the-line BMW SUV only at Saracen Casino Resort. Just a short 40 minutes away, Saracen Casino is Little Rock's closest place to play and win a BMW X5 SUV. Saracen Casino Resort. Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800 Hey Razorback fans, it's Quinn Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests, also polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Dingman shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location, Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, or on Facebook and Instagram. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. 
It's Lazy Boy's Black Friday Sale. Enjoy after Christmas relaxation with huge before Christmas savings. Doorbuster Special saving you as much as 50% off on select final markdowns. At these prices, everyone will have a comfy spot to enjoy all those leftovers. Plus, no interest financing for 60 months. Buy now, relax later with Lazy Boy's biggest sale of the year. Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor, Shackleford Galleries of Little Rock, Long live the lazy! Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair is not only truck and trailer focused. They service and repair all types of equipment. Forklifts, boom lifts, excavators, dozers, loaders, and more. From warehousing to excavating, they've got you covered. Go see why Stacked is known for having some of the friendliest staff and most knowledgeable technicians in the industry. For trucks, trailers, RVs, material handling, or construction equipment, Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer in Whitehall. Right this way. Welcome to the Million Dollar VIP Club, an all-new VIP scratch-off ticket from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. It's for very important players and is hiding some very impressive prizes, like a top prize of a million bucks and more than 42 million in total prizes. Be a VIP today. Ask for the new Million Dollar VIP Club Scratcher. You could play, scratch, and win a million. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. Join Justin and Wes Wednesday taking The Zone to Doe's Eat Place. Call Doe's now to book your holiday party. The Zone live at Doe's Wednesday. Open for lunch and dinner Monday through Friday. Go to doeseatplacelr.com for more. If you're looking for the best midday sports talk show in all of the land, look no further than The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio with Justin Akery and Wes Moore. It's time for Enlightening Candor with Eli Craner. He's brought to you by Jackalope Cycling in Russellville. Jackalope Cycling provides bike rentals and service as well as camping gear and fishing accessories. Whatever gets you excited to be outdoors, they're there to help you with it. Check them out at jackalopecycling.com. Let's head back to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Bring in Eli Craner. Eli, what's up, man? How are you? What's up, Wes? How are you guys doing today? Fantastic, fantastic. I uh, man, first of all, I want to apologize because I was like, I meant to tell you last week and I forgot. And I was like, you need to go to Tech, Arkansas Tech, Saturday, and watch them take on Harding because Harding is legitimately <laughs> maybe the best or one of the best teams in the country in Division Two. Yeah, I was I was there, man, and I ended up. At, I remember Justin made me eat my hat. Um, because I was talking about Coach Conk saying the road yep. to the GAC went, you know. So I had heard all these things, and I knew how Harding had done had done my my OBU Tigers. So we were there before the game, and I was watching them warm up. And a buddy of mine was, you know, he's like, "What do you think?" And um, and I said, "I don't think I don't think you know. I think it's going to be an uphill battle uh, for Tech." And he's like, "Well, you never know. You know, the Hogs last week, you know, beat Florida." And I said, yeah, man, I'm afraid Harding might beat the Gators or the Razorbacks this time around. What, what impressed you the most about Harding? Well, you know, they run like that flex bone, mm-hmm. um, which is you just, just don't see that much. And uh, so I know that's hard. And, and Coach Ship is a good buddy of mine at Tech. And I know that's hard to prepare for. Uh, but really their defense, man. I mean, they've got some dudes on defense. um, that just that are just impressive all the way around, and I think they've got this little little guy that was like a walk on at Bama linebacker, um, and so I'm excited to see what they do as they as they go into the playoffs and stuff because uh, you just that flex bone. I feel like these days something like that gives you an advantage. You control the clock, uh, let your defense handle things, do something teams just aren't used to seeing. You know, we always talk about their offense and, 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 and how many points they put up and how many rushing yards they get per game, but that was their fourth shutout of the year. It's tough yeah. to shut out a, a team in football. Yeah. Yeah, especially these days. I mean, they, and their defense is just, 
I mean, just look, we, we sit, I'm, you know, I'm at Tet this year, so we're down like the end zone, this little green and gold club thing. So we're right there eye level with them. And, I mean, those they've got some dudes, man. They've got some board daddies on defense. Their closest game of the year? Was twenty seven sixteen against Henderson State, by the way, who made who beat sorry, uh, uh, Washington and made it to the playoffs. <laughs> but that's the closest game they played all year. Twenty by they won by eleven. That was the closest. I know, it's impressive. Um, and and you know, as as a GAC fan, you root for them now going forward and see what they do. All right, um, all right. I got your scouting report on Harding. I need a scouting report on our book. <laughs> Well, yeah, I've got a book, and, and this one I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it around a little bit this week um, because my next book it doesn't come out until July of 2024, but we're at this really cool kind of point in that process where there's these things called they call them advanced reader copies, and they're so they're called arcs for short, um, and they're like paperback copies of the novel, and those have just started to go out, so they go out to you know, news uh, reviewers, they go to bookstores, people to get an early look at that. And it's also available, you know, where people can start pre-ordering it. So take take a, take the segment today to talk about that one just a little bit. And uh, it's called Broiler. I can't remember if I ever told you guys about Broiler. Is this the one that that's before? in the chicken factory? Yeah, yeah. You so yeah, as mentioned you can tell it. by the name. Uh, you know, Broiler is uh, it's it's set in a in a chicken in a chicken plant. Uh, up in northwest Arkansas, so a new a new setting for me, kind of some new territory, uh, but still Arkansas. You know that's kind of been the fun part of doing this and trying to keep everything Arkansas centric is finding you know new locales, new things um, that kind of scream our state and have our state and have the stuff you're looking for in a in a thriller or a novel. Awesome, Eli. Thanks, man. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Thank y'all. Eli Craner joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Just got the three finalists for the Burlesworth Trophy. Burlesworth Trophy. Burlesworth? Yeah, Burlesworth. I kind of combined the two words. The Burlesworth. <laughs> the Burlesworth Trophy. They are the finalists. James Madison, nose guard. James Carpenter. Oklahoma wide receiver, Drake Stoops. And University of Missouri running back, Cody Schrader. I think, I think Schrader's probably the runaway. I do, too. I mean, he's still leading the SEC in rushing, right? Yeah, and I think, didn't, isn't he, he like the first SEC player to ever have 200 yards rushing and 100 yards receiving? Yes. Saw that last week. Yeah, good luck to him. All right, coming up in the third hour, Peggy McCall will join us. We've got birthdays. We've got entertainment. Chuck, hold on. We'll take your call when we come back. Stick around. You're in the zone. The king of Arkansas sports talk, Randy Rainwater for Bet Saracen. There's big news in the mobile sports betting business. Bet Saracen was just named the 15th largest sports book in America. That's because Arkansans like to do business with a winner. Find all your winners on Bet Saracen. Download it today and look for my double R prop bet.